Welcome to I Want to Put a Baby in You, a podcast exploring reproductive technology and life-changing stories. Here are your hosts, Jennifer White and Ellen Trackman. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jennifer White. I am here with Ellen Trackman. Hi, Hi Ellen. <laughs> Yay. Um, as uh, many of you know who've listened for a long time, and if you don't know, we'll just announce it and put it right out there. Uh, Ellen and I are sisters. Uh, what? Surprise, oh, no. Finding out this way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it leads to an interesting question that we were chattering about the other day. And it was, how strict are your, were your parents growing up? And even though we are only four years apart in age, we have very differing perspectives on how strict our parents were growing yeah. up. How strict um, were your parents? Um, I felt like mine were fairly strict, you know, had like actual real curfew limitations. I got in trouble for actually, you know, doing anything and everything, basically. What do you get in trouble um, for? Let's just add that into this conversation, too. Oh, God. I mean, I was a typical teenager. I like and this doesn't seem shocking to anybody now, but at the time it was super shocking. Like I got extra piercings in my ear. I like shaved part of my head. I was like, a were super they upset about you teenager. shaving your head? uh-huh oh interesting seems very controlling oh, yeah. now hmm. yeah and that's what i'm like did that doesn't seem shocking to anybody right now but right. in that time frame it was super shocking um yeah I but it's funny they joke being, about it now i remember you being really upset once because you they wouldn't let you go to a concert also wasn't allowed to go to concerts if there weren't adults around like couldn't go to things you know very rarely could go spend the night with people very, very, I mean, not super uber, uber strict. I definitely know people who had stricter upbringings, but like to me, it was pretty strict. What about you? No, not at all. They're just like, (laughs) (laughs) they gave up. I think they knew I was there. I don't know. I, uh, no, I mean, they did. Uh, I think that maybe like a little bit, like they had rules maybe. And then one of our brothers kind of was getting into trouble. And I think with that, they kind of gave up because I, I feel like at some point there was just like, just whatever you're like to survive. Like we've, we've given up on you. You're doing fine. Yeah. So, you're alive. Like, we're all good. Right. Know, maybe they'd have a very different perspective, but that was kind of my impression of like, you know, we're, we're a little bit, you know, busy, preoccupied. So you're, you're, whatever you're doing, it, it seems fine. Right. I was definitely out of the house by the time our brother was getting in trouble. So like, I, I can see that there probably was a, a difference in, in in those styles by that point. So maybe it was my fault. Maybe if I had stayed, I would have been a good influence. I don't know. Hmm. You know. <laughs> really? No, probably not. No, I wanted to be I bad mean, influence so badly. <laughs> I do remember there was a point where I got to go to a concert and it was like sleeping on your floor because you were like going to college and in one yes. time I got to go. I actually to the even remember exactly which one. It was to see Primus. Good memory. Yep. Uh-huh. I remember that event. So, um, well, so speaking of parenting, uh, definitely we have a, a guest that we are talking to who has a unique perspective, especially because we met him on talking about older parenting. Yes. And um, so it's, it's fascinating. So here we go. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. It's great to be here. 
So as our listeners know, we love to talk to different persons about their stories and their perspectives. And Eric, I don't know if we've had a donor conceived person on for a while at least, but we are excited to hear that journey of finding out you're a donor conceived and how it's affected you and that story as well. So, so you've, already a, given it, you've already given that I know. away. Sometimes I try to hide it, but we're just going to say it. So, um, so Eric, and I'm always the worst at the beginning where I'm like, start at the beginning. Um, but Eric, do you want to tell a little bit about yourself first, like where you're from, how old you are, kind of where you are in life at this moment? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Eric Mobley, and um, I am 27. Um, I live in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I'm married to um, my husband of almost five years this year. Um, So yay. Uh, Thank you. Um, And um, I work in higher education. Um, I kind of do like behind the scenes like admissions work um i've been working from home for the last you know, 15 months how long yeah exactly <laughs> um and they've told us that we're basically not going back but um but oh, back wow. into the office so oh. i've kind of adapted and yeah. you know no big deal but um yeah so that that's just a little bit about me yeah and tell us a bit about your family structure in childhood okay so um when I was, uh, so my mom and dad were married, uh, previously, like, um, they had both been divorced and like met and, um, they got married and, uh, my dad actually had four children before I was born. Um, uh, and my mom did not have any children, um, in her previous marriage. So, um, she wanted nothing more than to have a baby. So, um, she, um, to have have, you. I'm so sorry. What? To have you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so um, basically, um, I grew up with uh, two brothers and two sisters, very much older than me. Um, I was, gonna ask if, was it significantly older? Yes. Um, the youngest uh, next to me um, is 12 years older than me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was 12 when I was born, uh, my brother. So. Um, I grew up, you know, knowing that they were my half siblings, but we never really, you know, it was never, there was never like a difference or anything. My oldest brother and I have never really been close because he was close to 30 when I was born. So oh, wow. there's such an age gap, a lot of difference in generation and, you know, all that. So, um, but yeah, that, that's just a little bit about like me growing up. I kind of grew up as like an only child um, because my brother graduated, my youngest sibling, my brother graduated from high school in 2000 when I was like seven. So, um, you know, he moved out and was like ready to go to college and do his own thing. So, um, yeah, he, he will be 40 this year. So, um, yeah. Um, so they ever talk to you about your conception or birth story or any any clues for what you later found out? Um, honestly, um, I was lied to. Oh. <laughs> uh, and this has been addressed, so I don't mind to share. But um, uh, yeah, like 
I, I just remember my like asking my mom how it was conceived and you know just kind of like the the talk or like the yeah. general um I say totally normal conversations that people have <laughs> hey what were you guys doing that night you know <laughs> right right um but I just like specifically remember my mom I think my mom did have like infertility issues growing up anyway or not growing up but um as she explained to me anyway um she didn't have any children with her previous marriage um but it turns out my dad actually had a vasectomy um after my youngest sister was born oh. um like in the 70s so um oh wow yeah wait but um, didn't you have a brother that's closest to you so he had a child after he was that? donor conceived as well oh wow yeah so um and I don't think he was ever like formally, formally told or anything like that. So, did you um, tell him? Were you the one to tell him? No, I, I, <laughs> I don't think anyone ever did. But um, yeah, so it's 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 really crazy. But I just remember my mom like telling me um, that like my dad had to you know do this and that for me to be conceived and like. Um, just like little like things growing up about like like growing up my dad never had like leg hair and I have like leg hair like just like little stuff like that and he'd be like oh you know you got that from your mom and I don't know and it's like actually no <laughs> so it's just crazy like I don't I feel like I'm all over the place but <laughs> yeah it's just um just like little things like that in a, in a way I'm like wow I can't believe you told me that and it sounds like they were both consistent with that story of like you're genetically related to both of us as far as you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And um, growing up, my my dad was very dark skinned. Um, I think he had like Native, a lot of Native American in him. Um, and I like, I, I look very much like my mom. Um, so I just, I never really questioned it. Um, but my oldest siblings, who were my dad's biological children, they look a lot like him, honestly. And like, I don't know, I guess I just never really thought about it. I was just like, well, maybe I just like took a lot from my mom because we have different moms. And like, I don't know, I just never thought about it so and like growing up since he was older and we didn't really look alike a lot of people thought that he was my grandfather (laughs) so that was a you know car rider line the teacher would be like oh your grandpa's here Uh, i'm sure he loved that (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah i mean i I know that's not the point of where we're gonna go eventually but how did that feel to you to be raised by older parents um honestly i never gave a lot of thought to it um like i i in the back of my mind I always knew that like my dad wouldn't be around for very long because he was 52 when i was born um but he was such a great dad um my my dad passed away last year uh in oh, may sorry. of 2020 sorry. Uh, thank you i appreciate it um so liver cancer and um we were so close and like he was like just the best person my favorite person in the entire world um so um i think because we were so close and like we had such a wonderful relationship um like when i came out he was like so supportive of me and like um he loved my husband and you know he was just such a wonderful person um so like i just never really gave a a lot of thought to his age um my mom is older too but like i never really 
gave, I definitely never, my mom is like such a young spirit sometimes, like I never gave a lot of thought to her age either. So yeah, it, I just never really thought much about it or had much of an opinion anyway. And I will disclose that we, I met you when you were on a panel talking about older parents and whether there should be, you know, there was a discussion about whether there should be a cutoff or, you know, stricter, how to deal with ethical requirements, et cetera, when older persons are wanting to go through fertility treatments. And do you mind sharing kind of what your, your ultimate take was on that and your thoughts? Um, it, like to me, it seemed like everyone was in a little bit of agreement. Um, I don't really get into like the legal side of everything, but like to me, it just seemed like um, to give people a little more awareness for those older parents that like maybe weren't able to able to previously have children. Um, you know, uh, you know, older parents or older adults still do want to have children. Um, so I guess, however they. Um, want to uh have their children just to kind of let them if you will um so yeah that was my ultimate takeaway from uh that panel um so yeah Yeah. and you were definitely a voice of you know i had older parents and they like my dad was so great and it didn't matter that he was older yeah yeah that's exactly what i told them yeah so tell us how you found out you were donor conceived um so um in Christmas, uh, Christmas of 2019, um, my husband gifted me a 23andMe kit. I think that was and... the year of the 23andMe kit. I think Ellen gifted me one that year, too. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah. Um, well, the year prior, in 2018, I had uh, gotten him one for Christmas. He wanted mm-hmm. one, and like he was like, this is so cool with like your traits and like your origins and everything. So like I didn't even ask for it. I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. If you want to get it cool, you know, whatever, it's on sale. Yeah, you <laughs> right. good. You're like, I know my background. I'm good. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, whatever, cool. Like, my mom and dad is going to be over on there, whatever. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, I, you know, sent the kit in, everything, and waited the however many weeks. Um, and I was actually at work. I, I will never forget the date. It was January 7th, 2020. <laughs> um, and I, um, I went on a little like walk with some friends. This was back when I was still in the office downtown and I um, walked to get some coffee and we walked, we were walking back and I got an email that said that my results were in. And I like immediately, I was, I was just so excited to see like the traits and stuff like that. Cause my husband like loved that. Um, so I was like, Oh my gosh, what does it say? So I looked at the DNA relatives just to see who may also have a 23andMe kit, uh, or account that was related to me. The very first person that popped up was, um, a guy that I went to middle and high school with, um, and he showed up as my half brother. Wow! You're like what? Yeah, and one of my coworkers that I was on a walk with, she actually went to high school with me, and we graduated together. So yeah. I told her I was like, um, "Do you see who is on listed as my half brother?" She was like, "No way! Like that has to be, you know, like a joke or you know, a lie or something." 
So I'm just like really overwhelmed. Like it's like two o'clock PM and like I have like three hours of work left. And yeah. but I just can't your, even focus. Go what's ahead, your sorry. assumption at that? Are you thinking like, oh my dad had an affair? Or what do you what's what's your thought at that? Um, I don't even know. Like I guess like I I had no idea. I was just so overwhelmed and like I, I was like, what can like what? Like no, like <laughs> there's no way, you know. Um, so um I immediately called my mom. Um, I like went into an office and just like randomly called my mom and I explained to her what was going on and what what I saw and like she was very silent on the phone and like didn't say much and like it was kind of like that fake like oh really (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um uh like we kind of like got off the phone with like I didn't really get anywhere with you know oh, talking to her. That. She was just yeah. like a surprise. She didn't say yeah, anything. like a fake surprise in a way. <laughs> and um, like I think I like texted or something. I don't remember what I said, but her response was, you know, you need to come over, you know, when you get off. And oh, I was just like, oh, okay, well, oh, no. screw this. I am heading over now. So right. I, like, like, that is the, we need to talk, right? <laughs> yes. So I called my boss immediately. And like, I think I left her a voicemail. She didn't even answer. My boss at the time was out of state. And I was just like, I am heading out for the day. And I told her what was going on. I was just like, <laughs> I cannot concentrate. This is insane. So I went over to my mom's and that was when my dad was still alive at that time. And um, they both had told me that my dad had a vasectomy after my sister was born in like the seventies. And um, that, um, you know, they had no choice other than to use a donor um, to, for me to be conceived. And, um, my mom kind of like, she wasn't like sobbing necessarily, but she kind of teared up and like, I think like the guilt kind of got to her and she just kind of said like, they never really felt the need to tell me because my dad like was the one who raised me and everything. And you said you had had a really direct conversation with them prior to that or had that, did that not happen until after the 23 and me? It happened after. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't really talk to my dad about it much because he was just so sick at the time. And um, it was more so on my mom. Um, and I, I do wish that my dad and I would have had a, more of a chance to talk about it. But that's besides the point. Um, but um, then um, I connected with the person from middle and high school. Um, and and he, what, what was your relationship before? Did you guys ever hang We out? hadn't talked since high school. <laughs> so in like were, eight years but when you were in middle school and high school like were you like oh that guy's funny looking wait i look just like him no <laughs> i i did think that i no, thought no. that yeah, I was like, you know we kind of look like blonde hair blue eyes um you know p- lighter toned skin um yeah, like we we looked a lot alike, but I was just like, you know, I see people I look alike sometimes on TV, and I'm like, sure. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I never really thought much of it. Um, and we kind of had like the same hair, like kind of like wavy blonde hair. I don't know. It's and like I don't know. I, I just never gave it a lot of thought, but I was just like, yeah. okay, whatever. Huh. Um, and like we weren't really friends in middle and high school. Like we were acquaintances, but never really close. Mm. Um. 
And um, so I connected with him and he was like, wow. He was like, I never expected this. And um, he... Was he donor-conceived? Yes, we we were conceived through the same donor. Did he know he was donor-conceived? Yes, his mom told him when he was very young. He was probably like six or seven. And it was whenever his parents were going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she told him like out of anger, mm-hmm. you know, because didn't want his dad to get custody or something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, uh, so I found out uh, there is that sibling, another brother, and a sister. So there's four of us that we know of. Um, I check my 23andMe and Ancestry DNA all the time, like once a week at least. I get the emails. So um, my sister and I are very close. We talk almost every day. Um, And um, my other brother lives in, I won't say like their names just for like security purposes. um, My other brother lives in Texas um, so, uh, but we actually look so much alike. It's insane. Wow. Um, it, like we, he did come here crazy enough, like during the pandemic, like at the height of the pandemic, um, he came to town, like to Louisville, Kentucky, um, with his partner and, um, last year, last summer. And, um, we took a couple of pictures together and like everybody's like wow that's your twin that's insane wow dna is crazy genetics are crazy so um and um i do know who the donor is um i found that out as well i've seen several pictures of him um did you try to contact the donor yes um i can go ahead and go into that um i had emailed him a few times last year and um i found out that he was uh, getting to spend a little more time with like my sister because she was doing like clinicals or something at the same hospital as him um oh. and he uh, he works in the medical field and um so uh, i just ask he was he your mom's doctor no <laughs> sorry it's just so like the new thing now. yeah it's happening so yeah, much oh, i know yeah. yeah he he was completely anonymous um okay. He was, he was a med student when he was... Uh, Which is the donating. story that often doctors say, is that, oh, we're using a med student. So in this case, they actually used a med student. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we, we had had like uh, maybe like three or four emails back and forth for about a year. And then in January of this year, whenever I found out he was spending a little more time with my sister, and by this, I mean like they saw each other on their lunch break, but still I was, I was like really... I wanted to see him too and meet him. I had not met him yet. And like, after seeing pictures of him, we look a lot alike. Like I look like a very good mixture of my mom and my biological father. So, um, he randomly texted me in January, uh, and was just like, you know, um, if you have availability today on your lunch, I'll be here. Like, and he told me where he would be. And oh, wow. I'm like, well, I'm glad I work from home. Do you live in the same town? So you live in the same town? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, he, he's in Louisville as well. Um, so um, uh, we did meet uh, and we spent um, almost two hours together, but we basically got lunch together, had some good conversation. He was very nice, very kind. He like asked me about my life and like uh, my my husband and my upbringing, I guess. And like he just seems like a very proud 
father. Um, he has children of his own. So mm-hmm. you could just tell he was just really intrigued by like hearing about my success uh, all throughout my life and like going into my adult life. So very, mm-hmm. very kind, nice person. Um, I text him periodically. I did let him know that I'd love to like spend some more time with him. You know, I understand he has his own family and stuff, but I, I just let him know, like, I would love to see you again, even if it's just getting coffee or something. And so um, he, he just said, you know, I'll be in touch and I don't want to be like annoying or a burden. So I just said, great sounds good thank you i'll wait for you to reach out yeah so um do you know anything about his kids since you all apparently grew up geographically fairly close um i've met one of them whenever um the brother from texas came came into town um the one um one of his children um is uh kind of knows about all of us so um and he seems okay with everything so um he did come to dinner with we kind of had like a family reunion if you will um (laughs) he was there um so um yeah uh, he has four boys um so um i haven't met any of the others but the one i have met so nice yeah um but do you, have a, do you have a pretty good continuing relationship where the number of the of your half siblings? Yes. Um, actually, the one from Texas is going to be in town in July, so we will be uh, getting together in July. I'm really looking forward to that, honestly. Um, like I say, I, I talk to my sister like all the time. Um, we try to spend as much time together as we can. She she has like children and she's married and yeah. you know she works a lot. She's like in school, so um, we we just try to get together when we can, even if it's like going for a walk in a park for like an hour. Um, so, uh, so she's so this she's didn't cool. affect or your relationship with your siblings that you grew up with. Then that at least that didn't shock that to the core no not really um if i'm honest as i've gotten older i'm not super close to the siblings i grew up with and in my opinion it's it can definitely be like not only like age related but like now that i think about it it can be like genetic related too interesting um so we just like don't have a lot in common if you will like I I love my siblings so very much but like with our age difference and just like the difference in genetics in my opinion like we're we're just not close um I don't mind to spend time with them at holidays and stuff but if I'm honest I don't go out of my way to spend time with my siblings that I grew up with um that's just I think that's just life honestly (laughs) um you know as we get older as adults um but yeah, like I, I would do anything for them, but you know, just going out of my way to spend time is not something that I do generally. Got it. Um, so there are lots of controversies and split of opinions when it comes to donations and donor conceived children. And I know there's a pretty big movement these days from donor conceived persons who feel like there shouldn't be anonymous donation, that they have a right to know their genetic history and their genetic family. Uh, I'm curious as someone living in this experience, what your thoughts are on, on those issues. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have to agree with that. I don't get super into like the politics of, 
uh, donor conception. Like, I'm all for, like, DNA rights and, like, thinking on it. Like, I I do kind of wish that the donor wasn't anonymous um, because, like, I asked my sister because she, like, is very into everything and, um, like, she, she was like, you know, our donor didn't even have a number. Like he was just straight oh. up anonymous. <laughs> I was going to oh, ask wow. if you tried like donor sibling registry or anything, but I guess without a number, it's ha- probably harder. Absolutely. And yeah, I, mean, I have looked into the registry. Um, and um, yeah, I, I guess like, and I did bring this up to my mom. I had like a very long conversation with her and I was just like, you know, did you ever think about this for like health purposes? Because it is now very triggering, especially like I had a doctor's appointment one day last month and like um, the uh, doctor asked, you know, just general questions like mother and father still living. And honestly, I had to like stop and think about it because yeah. I was like, well, you know, my right. my social dad, if you will, is no longer living, but my That's biological father, yeah, and my biological father is. So it's just like, I don't know. And, um, and just going off of that, it's just been such a struggle, like mental health journey, like, and it really sucks that I found out like right before the pandemic, because just like that mixed mixed with like losing my father and, um, you know, being stuck at home, like I was just so depressed and had so much anxiety over everything. And, um, I went to a therapist for about a year and a half. Um, and, um, I think now I'm just mostly coming to terms with everything. However, um, you know, it, it, I think it's all, it's going to stick around, obviously. Like, I'm not, it's not going to go away, but uh, I'm just trying to focus more on, like, my health and, like, exercising more and everything. So that alone has, like, really helped with my anxiety and depression. Um, but, yeah, the, it's it's been quite the struggle if I'm honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Do you mind sharing kind of what some of those anxieties and those fears and those feelings were? Just because I'm sure there are so many yeah. people out there who are feeling those too and oh, for people sure. don't necessarily talk about it. Um, so uh, not long after I found out, I just found myself like I could not focus at work. I was constantly thinking about like what ifs and like um, – I just, every time I emailed or texted uh, the donor, if you will, I would just want to throw up because I just, I would be like, you know, what if he doesn't reply? What if, you know, what, and like my husband talked about it with me and he was like, you are fearing like rejection. Like you, you're probably just so scared that he's not going to want to talk to you again or something. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And like, I want this person in my life at, at some degree, like, it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, like, my dad was absolutely my dad and the best person in the entire world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just to know that, like, my biological father is out there, like, it is nice to know that he's still living and, like, he's here. But um, I would think about things like that and, like, um, growing up, um, you know, things that my parents would tell me, like I mentioned, like my dad would say like, oh yeah, you got like your leg hair from your mom or, mm-hmm. um, you know, certain things like that where I just like never gave it a lot of thought. Like, so, um, it's really interesting. Um, and, um, 
sometimes people, it's crazy. Sometimes people would even say that like, oh, you look just like your dad, like meaning the yeah. one who raised me. Right. And you're like, what? You're a psycho. Because <laughs> like, if you guys saw my, you know, a pic- side-by-side picture of us, we don't look anything alike. And then it, I have a picture. I did take a picture with my donor when we met. I just let him know that I would not put this on social media because he's a very private person. Okay, we won't be posting it. Got it. Right. Um, but um like I sent that picture to a few people, if you will, like family members are like showed them and they were like, Oh my gosh, twins, you know, you guys look just alike. And, um, so, and another thing I guess was just like growing up, my, my parents were a little heavier. Um, and, and, um, I've always been like thinner and like, haven't had much of like a weight problem, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, that was something I kind of thought about, too. I was just like, well, I mean, I don't know. And, like, my biological father is, like, a thinner person. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's, like, the right verbiage to mention. But those were my general thoughts. Yeah. So, yeah, just, like, all kinds of questions. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, um, like, read books where someone talks about, like, looking at their face in the mirror and just, like, being really close and trying to figure out, like, where what what do I look like? Where do I come from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't know, I guess, like, growing up, I maybe had thoughts like that, but not, like, I wasn't super into it or, like, super serious about it. Like, I don't know, it's just, and then, like, now, it, it just all, like, hit me, you know, after I found out. And it, it was just a terrible time to find out something so traumatic. Yeah. Um, One thing that people always talk about fearing, which seems statistically unlikely, is that, oh, someone will like meet and unknowingly date their their half sibling, right? Yeah. And it seems so unlikely. But in this case, you actually had a half sibling in school with you. It's amazing. Yeah. He probably thought he was like really cute because he looked just like you. I mean, like... (laughs) Like, I probably, I wasn't really attracted to him when I was growing up, honestly. But, um, like, I don't know. It's just, I know. That's, like, so crazy. Um, And uh, one time my husband and I went somewhere and uh, an older man thought that we were brothers. So, and we don't look alike at all. But, like, (laughs) just going off of that, like, it's like like what like what if we were (laughs) so yeah so what for someone who might be in your position you know a year ago just find this information from the last year were there certain things that you might recommend to them or you know as a fellow person going through this would you say like go to therapy right away or what what do you think is the advice that you could give if any um honestly if it is affecting someone the way it did me, like, right away, um, like, I know, like, when my mom first told me, I, it was kind of like that gut, um, feeling of, like, let me just tell her what she wants to hear, and then, like, I'll react later, because I was just like, oh, no, it's okay, like, that was my first reaction, and then, like, later, I kind of had the conversation with her, and she went to therapy with me and stuff, but, um, you know, if you feel the need to talk to someone, I absolutely recommend, you know, seeking out a therapist. Um, I just 
honestly looked up on psychology today um lgbtq um friendly uh therapist and mine was absolutely amazing um she i was actually like her first um donor conceived um client if you will and um she was absolutely wonderful she helped me with every through everything with my mom and uh, my my death of, the death of my dad and like uh, just like my general feelings and anxiety and um it's it it has helped tremendously and now i like just kind of go as needed i was going re- very regularly but now I, like i've learned to kind of like control my anxiety if you will um and uh, just really focus on like my um, my mental health by uh, you know I like go to the gym more and like focus better on what I'm eating and stuff um, and like because of those things I'm not as anxious or like depressed and I know like everyone's different but that's generally how my ex- experience has gone. Um, I would say if you are in a relationship with someone, definitely have open communication. Um, my husband has been really great through the process. Um, he has really opened my mind up to, um, you know, like it's okay to feel a certain way, but also like, I think for a while there, I was even thinking of my, my siblings I grew up with as like, just strangers and he was just like no remember this is your family (laughs) so um uh you know definitely have that open communication because i think that that can be really helpful i i love that your mom was willing to go with you to counseling and that yes i mean as much as it sounds like you know there was hurt over the lies that at least she was willing to tackle that with you Yes. I was very worried. I was worried that we would get into an argument during our session. She only went to one, but it seemed to be helpful. Um, I think it did take her a while to truly understand that I was gaining a relationship with my donor siblings. Um, But now I am more open to letting her know like, hey, I spent time with my sister today and it wasn't you know, it was one of my donor siblings or, you know, um, I, I can let her know, like, I'm going to go spend some time with one of them or all of them or whatever. And like, she's generally like happy for me. Um, I was extremely nervous to tell her whenever I met my donor. Um, it's so hard not to say names. I like have to think about it. <laughs> um, but, we, we um, can cut it out if we need to. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, uh, I, I was very nervous. I remember she the day that I met him, um, I went over to her house for dinner that night and like I, I kept wanting to tell her and wanting to tell her and I just put it off and put it off. Oh. And then like right before I left, I told her, I was like, so I was like, um, I have had kept, you know, regular contact with my donor and we met today. We went to lunch. And she was like Oh, <laughs> and I showed her the picture of us, and um, I was just like, you know, it was a great day. You know, I, we had a he was very nice and kind, and she was just like, well, good. And I think she realized that it was just really important to me that I meet him. Um, if I'm honest, it was probably one of the best days of my life, like mm-hmm. on the level of my my wedding day, because oh. it's just like. Um, so a lot of like self discovery and just putting the 
puzzle pieces together. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a, a lot like how my husband makes me feel and how he made me feel on, on our wedding day. So the very similar feelings there. Um, going off of that, I am a huge Disney fan. So I um, connect my story a lot to Frozen 2. Um, I call myself Elsa all the time because, you know, that movie is a lot about like her self-discovery and like why she has her powers and stuff. And so I resonated with that movie a lot and it came out um, right whenever I found out. So I listened to that soundtrack like a lot last year. Um, so it, that has been like a big um, coping mechanism, if you will. Yeah. Um, so just like little stuff like that, I just, I try to continue to think of the positive things. And that's one thing that I've really, that's really helped me. I love it. Only, only Otto Holland knows, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, have you, that. have you and your husband thought about having children? Because obviously um, that would involve a donor. If you, right. If a genetic connected child. Right. Or adoption. Um, so, um, no, we, we don't have any interest in having children, if I'm honest. Um, but that's, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and like my mom at one time also was, um, I think she was trying to relate and like make me feel a little better, but she was like, you know, if you and your husband were to have children, you, um, you know, you'd, you'd have to kind of do the same thing. Right. And, like she kind of brought up adoption more than like using a donor. And I was just like, no, like if it was adoption, they would know that they're adopted at some point. Like we, I would definitely tell them. I mean, they would definitely have to know if they have two fathers. Um, so, um, yeah, I had to kind of shut that up real quick. But, yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah. We, I we mean, also, I mean, it's like totally gauche to ask people if they're going to have children. So, you know, we just ask like the worst question course. ever, right? No, no, you're fine. No. Um, yeah, that, that's just not something that we're interested in. Not, I mean, never say never, but um, at this point in our lives, we're not interested in having children. Um, we love to travel, and um, we, like I say, we, we, we love Disney, so we go to Disney World, like, at least once a year, usually. Yeah, and children um, so. definitely uh, impede Disney. <laughs> Right, especially oh on the cost basis. Yeah, I always recommend an adults-only trip. I know that's kind of off-topic, but <laughs> that's that, that's our thing. Like, every, some people have their places and their thing that they like to do. That's our thing. So, I love it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, I am so grateful that you're willing to to share your story, especially the mental health piece, which I think is so important for so many yes. people in this situation. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we thank you for, for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Eric, to coming on, sharing your story, sharing what you've been through and your perspectives. Again, I, I, I'm always thankful for those who are willing to, to speak out about what they're going through since so many others are often in a situation where they feel alone. So it's really always so nice to hear you're not alone, that there are others who have experienced this. Yeah, and I think that's there's such a big groundswell of people finally reaching out and banding together and helping each other not feel alone through the we are donor conceived and and all of those organizations that it, it's really nice to actually see people connect and, and be willing to hear their stories um obviously i'm going to always give my pitch at the end we love to hear your stories too feel free give us a call at 303-997-1903 as always huge thank you to our team to amanda 
to Tyler. I guess we also have to start thanking Melissa, right? Because she's trying to help us as well. Um, and of course, to Chris at Work at Bird Studios, who does incredible things for us. We appreciate him. And of course, we appreciate all of you who listen. Thanks so much. Thank you.